0: what is up ladies and gentlemen and welcome back to episode ocho quattro of chatter from the cheap seats that is eighty-four. For my friends that don't speak Spanish, my name is Jack Thelman. I am here alongside my co-host Sammy Kripstein. Sammy, let's get right into it. Let's have an episode, babe. Let's do it. Let's let's have an episode today, J- Jack. How are you doing today? An episode. I'm doing fantastic. Got a great slate of football that we're going to get into very shortly. Yeah. Winter break. It's a time to refresh, relax definitely reflect and i'm doing all of that and more having a great time
1: that is good to hear i i also had a good break i literally just heard maybe like 30 minutes ago jack we were on zoom when i heard but uh our winter break is being extended one day because it is going to snow tomorrow yes Yes, it is going to snow uh we're going to get somewhere like maybe three four inches I don't know a lot of the times that turns into nothing we'll see what happens but uh school's already been canceled tomorrow which uh i, I am looking forward nice. to going back it, but it is nice to be able to have another day of like being able to sleep in and stuff what I, I don't want is another two weeks off um because of covid like i you know i want to be back in school and stuff i I, I drive myself crazy here for too long on myself.
0: But, yeah, uh, but your your breaks generally been good. You're doing doing Oh yeah, good. definitely.
1: A lot of uh a lot of time to work on music, which has been good. I, I just hadn't really That's nice. had that time leading into that and uh yeah, just being able to kind of uh relax a little bit, play some Madden.
0: Been playing a lot of Madden. What mode? I have been
1: playing some Madden. Uh on it, I've just been doing play now. You know, just right now. going into some games, uh, I, I I can't. I am excited to get into the new franchise because I, I did just get Madden twenty two. Um, I'm excited it, to get into franchise. I've been
0: thinking about getting it.
1: I, I'm not gonna lie, and I will say the last Madden I had before this was Madden twenty. So I, I skipped twenty one completely. because okay. I was frustrated with the game. But getting twenty two, there was a big difference from twenty to twenty two. I know that's two years, but um, also the gameplay definitely, just like the animations and stuff, it feels a lot better. Like It feels a lot realer. Like the tackling, it's a whole new world for me. And that doesn't mean the game is great. That doesn't mean it's perfect, but I like it a lot better than I like 20. I've been having a lot of fun that's with good. it. good. After adjusting some sliders, I will say you do have to find the, the good sliders to have uh, – to really get down to it and feel real with the game, but uh, overall, I've I've had a fun time with it. It's it's been of amazing.
0: course we all we all need to find our sliders.
1: Speaking of which, uh, rest in peace to uh, John Madden.
0: Yes, I, definitely. I don't think we mentioned
1: that. Um, what a legend in every area of his life, man. He was just a, a good dude. Uh, the video game, obviously, a huge legacy of his. As a broadcaster, you know, Jack and I are both kind of aspiring in that, uh, definitely. And we both do it ourselves. We both done football broadcasts and he is one of the top dogs of all time. You know, he's just one of those guys that I think we all can look up to as broadcasters and as people, as a, you know, as a football fan. So, um, rest in peace to a legend, man. It's very sad to hear, um, serious here's passing, but, you know he 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 did a lot of great things so well I figured i should say that on the topic of madden
0: yes it's it's very sad and he's he's a man who affected every single generation he affected our grandparents as a coach he affected our parents as a broadcaster and he affects us as being the title of the legendary video game that so many of us have grown up with
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, childhood memories. I mean, seriously, like, my best memories from when I was little, it was like snow day, which is tomorrow's going to be snow, like a snow day, you're downstairs grinding out on franchise, like, you're just grinding franchise mode. Like, seriously, Madden has just uh, so many good memories with that game. So, yeah, I agree, man. Rest in peace. Rest in peace to a legend.
0: Rest in peace to a legend. I'm excited to hear what you got to say about the franchise mode because I – yeah, I'm excited to get and into st- it. I've been so disappointed with Madden's franchise mode. It's just been very underwhelming. Yeah.
1: It's not as deep. Like, two no. K and MLB are pretty good. Both. I
0: I think MLB could be. I better. think two K two K has a good one. I definitely yeah. don't spend as much time playing that as I should, but I've heard that's been good. But too too much Madden talk. Let's talk about some real football, Sammy.
1: Let's do it. Let's
0: talk about my Giants versus your Bears. And, boy, I have some stuff to say on this game. And I'm going to start by reading Mike Lennon's stat line.
1: Oh, God. Be ready, folks. Just be ready. If you have not heard a stat line yet, prepare yourselves. It's atrocious.
0: You ready? You ready to hear this? I
1: don't know if I'm ready.
0: Okay, I'm looking... I'm looking it up right now. It is not updated on pro football reference, so I'm going to have to make an audible here.
1: All right. I, well, that, that's what makes him such a great QB. He's good on his feet. He can think. Big uh, neck. He, he, he can long adjust neck. under pressure. You know, he, he comes in with a game plan. Long neck, long neck. He's
0: ready for whatever comes his game way. Game plan. I come in prepared. Do you know like like he's actually like if you look at Mike Lennon career earnings let me do that too take it just take a guess it on it was the Bears career man. earnings
1: it's a lot it's like over 30 because the Bears uh we spent like 18 million dollars or something on Mike Lennon it may have even been more than that because like he we signed him to be like our starting QB for like two or three years
0: that's out that's out. that was years.
1: that was not Ryan Pace's Finest oh my god, here. his
0: picture on—I'm looking on spot, spot track, spot track. I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce it, but his oh, picture yeah, yeah. is all time funny. Like Mike
1: Lennon know, is like, a funny looking guy, his guy. Neck. and it's kind
0: of hard. A lot of the pictures are photoshopped. This is the <laughs> first time I feel like I've actually seen like a legitimate picture of him without his helmet on.
1: Well, Jack, I—I I, I sent this to you earlier today. Is, his game. neck,
0: his neck is legitimately. The longest neck I've ever seen. Him.
1: It is. <laughs> I, I said this to Jack. I don't know if you're watching on drive. YouTube, but if you are. Uh, this is Mike Lennon in his gloriously long. Drive. But that's
0: Photoshop. That's not real.
1: Yeah, that is photoshopped.
0: Like disclaimer. Legitimate picture of Mike Lennon. Yes, the Bears. The Bears paid him 8.5 $8. million dollars for two seasons. Oh. your earnings are just under 32. Million dollars, he got, he got the bag. 32. Got the bag, man. Mike Lennon got the bag.
1: He got a very it, large, heavy bag. That's got to hurt his shoulders. To carry is, bag.
0: is bigger than his neck, which <laughs> says he, a lot.
1: It's saying a lot. Impressive. Here <laughs> we go.
0: Here we go. Mike Lennon, he was four for 11. That is a completion percentage of 36.4 percent. He threw for 24 yards, zero touchdowns, two interceptions with a long pass of 12 yards.
1: Well, and if you put in, if you put or in the sacks
0: 24 yeah. yards, Sammy, 24 yards, that's insane. How does a quarterback third for 24 yards?
1: Well, if you put in the sacks, if you combine the sacks that the Bears had on him with the pass yards, I think it's negative. The net is negative there, so it, yeah, I, I think the net is really thing. bad. I mean,
0: the Giants set a record for like, like least amount of yards in a game. There's like negative ten or something, and their O line, Andrew Thomas played really well because he's a really good left tackle. But outside of that, the O line just got demolished. Robert Quinn was just Robert come- Quinn.
1: Hey, hey, Robert Quinn. I I think if he was on another team a team that was competitive I think he'd be getting thought about in the defensive player of the year conversation he's second in the NFL in sacks he just it, think about this the Bears a franchise with so many incredible defensive players especially edge rushers like him today he set the single season record for sacks in Chicago Bears franchise history with uh 18. that's pretty cool I think that's a really cool moment I he's think
0: I think Micah Parsons is going to win that, but
1: T.J. Watt, T.J. Watt. I think T.J. Watt. I might think Micah it.
0: Parsons, T.J. Watt. I understand the case. T.J. Watt is probably the favorite to win, but I. Micah Parsons, think, I
1: love him though. I don't you get can't go call. wrong
0: with Micah Parsons either. But he let me get know. into it, Sammy. Let me get into the meat and potatoes. One of these coaches is going to be fired at the end of the season. Can you guess who is it? The coach that. Won the game by a wide margin of 29 to 3. 29 to
1: 3.
0: Thank you. Or is it the coach that has had his team put up l- three or less points in the first half in five out of six of their last games?
1: Hey, honestly, I think that stat probably could apply to both head coaches. Like Nagy has had those, that kind I'll of. I'll make year. a
0: trade. I don't want Nagy either. Let me get your, don't don't get me wrong, but Joe judge is such a bad head coach. He never, he's not adapting. He's stubborn. He's old school. He's, He's not analytically driven. He doesn't change his mindset. He never goes for it on fourth down. He is so conservative. It is unreal. And he said in his, you know, let me get a little bit closer to the microphone because I'm a little angry, Sammy, if you can't tell. The Giants are the most embarrassing team in football, without a doubt. They're more man, embarrassing than the dudes. Jaguars. They're, They're not. more embarrassing than the They're Lions. They're
1: not, man. Sammy, the Jaguars are, are just- the
0: most embarrassing team in football. And Joe Judge Go ahead and say went on a 10-minute rant during his press conference. Is this today? This was today, after the game. Joe Judge answered like whatever questions, and then Joe Judge went on a 10-minute rant in his press conference, and he said, and I quote, The Giants are not a clown show organization, or this is not a clown show organization. Oh, God. Newsflash. Joe Judge, you are wrong. Incorrect. Misguided. Inaccurate. False. Mistaken. You are un. This is untrue. You are misconstrued. You have been led astray, my dear friend, because the Giants are 100% a clown show organization. You have players and coaches, old players and old coaches fighting with each other on Twitter. You have an owner who has gone going through head coaches like a fat person goes through candy. You have an owner who, when everybody in the world with a brain will tell you that this coach needs to be fired, he's keeping him, that you need to pick a new GM from a competent organization, a smart organization. Why don't you pick your new GM from an organization like the Bills or the Patriots? No, what they're going to do is promote their assistant general manager, Kevin Abrams, and they're going to make him GM. The Giants are a laughing stock. They're a laughing stock of football. And they have been this way for the past decade. Now, and, and nothing's going to change. They have a coach, they, ha- they have an owner, John Mara, whose main focus this offseason was, was trying to get rid of players pointing when they get a first down. He was the head of the NFL anti-taunting committee. That was his main goal. Do you think someone like that is hip, Sammy? Do you think someone like that is cool. Do you think he's going to hire a young Harvard graduate, analytically driven general manager that's going to hire the young offensive genius head coach that's creative and is going to go it on fourth down and be aggressive? No. He's going to hire Dave Gettleman 2.0 that's an old geezer that can barely s- spit out coherent sentences. That's going to hire Joe Judge 2.0 who won't go for it on fourth down unless they're in the red zone on fourth and goal on the one yard line. I've said my piece, Sammy, take the four.
1: I think everything you said is about right. They're not the most pathetic team in the league. That's not true. It's incorrect. I, I I think, sure. I think they are up there. I think there's a ton of issues.
0: Number one.
1: Yeah, there, There's a ton of issues I, today, from watching, you know, I don't watch the Giants from week to week, but to, from seeing them today, the O-line is a clear issue, and it's something that they've tried to address. They've tried to do it through the draft, and they've really, they, they spent a lot of draft capital on their O-line, and they've really only hit on one guy in Thomas, which is like, yeah, of course they hit on him. He's like a top-ten pick. But the, the other guys, the second, third round, fourth round picks, whatever, that they tried to make parts of their O line for the future just have not worked. It's clear. I mean, they got overpowered by a Bears defensive line that has Robert Quinn. Yeah, who is an absolute beast. But has Akeem Hicks, who hasn't played in weeks, has been struggling with you know, he had COVID. He's been struggling with injuries all year. And Travis Gibson, who had an amazing game today and is a solid player, but they're missing Khalil Mack. They got manhandled by a decent defensive line. They made the bears defensive line look like we were the bears of 2018 newsflash we're not uh, if we're talking about the bears though an impressive win today and it shows you that they've had the talent and the giants played really bad and that was a huge part of it but okay it shows you...
0: the giants let's not act like the bears are going to the super bowl soon. no
1: I, i'm not i'm not saying that but it shows you that this bears team could have been a lot better this year. The defense, when they're forcing turnovers, that's when they're winning games. And that's been a huge part of why the Bears haven't been very good this year. You look at the games they've won. The one I think of, week three, Cincinnati. The Bears beat a very good Cincinnati Bengals team. A big part of it, there were three straight possessions in that game, three straight drives, where they picked off Joe Burrow. The Bears always, it always comes back to defense. It always comes back to defense, and as much as you can complain about the offense with the Bears, it's really been the defense not forcing turnovers like they always do, which has hurt us this year. Uh, I don't want to put it too much on the D, but um, it sh- just today showed you that there are pieces there in Chicago on both sides of the ball, and I don't think they're too far away from being a good team again. They're not you got justin fields who is on his way up obviously not an ideal rookie year for him a lot of missteps a lot of bad throws a lot of he's a rookie you gotta let him be a rookie and they did that's fine let him make these mistakes now he'll grow from it he'll get better the raw talent is there and they have some weapons uh darnell mooney david montgomery khalil herbert who has kind of emerged this year as a rookie and defensively, you gotta think that they'll be back O-line on top.
0: Is bad though.
1: Our O-line is uh not good. I we no we, ha- we got a good guy. We got a we got Tevin Jenkins, we got in the draft this year in the second round. He's been he's good. good. He's been very good when he's healthy. He's been he really's only played the last few weeks, but he's been very good. Uh, besides that, the O-line is an issue. That's something they're gonna have to address. But I think they have a lot of the talent there on both sides skilled players um, that can make this a winning team uh, in the near future. But, I don't know. I but,
0: think you know, they don't have a lot of draft capital, but I'm going to save chatter from the cheap seats fans from listening to Sammy. <laughs> yeah. Sammy turn this into the bears podcast. Let's move on now to the Rams. Some teams that actually Denver. have winning records. Some teams that have winning records. Oh, well, one of these teams have winning records, but that's, that's better than better than bears giants. Right. Yeah. Rams Ravens now the Los Angeles Rams squeak away with the win in this one 20 to 19, but Matthew Stafford was, was not good. He threw two interceptions today after having an atrocious game in week 15. And this is back-to-back weeks where he's now thrown numerous interceptions has not looked good. His decision-making has been poor. And does, is this something that concerns you heading into the playoffs?
1: That doesn't concern me. The talent of Matthew Stafford is not an issue to me. He's been very good. The Rams are uh, on route. They have not clinched quite yet, but to me they're on route to winning that division. They've had an incredible year. They've only lost four games, and a big part of that is Matthew Stafford. The talent of him as a football player is not what I'm worried about at all. But can he perform under pressure? That is something that we just we don't know. He's been in the Lions his whole life. He's made to, made it to the playoffs what maybe one time before, and I'm pretty sure they didn't make it. They probably lost in the first round that year. It's like maybe 2016 or something. I don't even remember something like that. Maybe a little earlier. I don't know, but he has not had a lot of playoff experience, and as, he's been very good this year. I'm not concerned about him as a quarterback, but when it's playoffs, it's a whole new ball game. Defenses are—it's—it's it's like the focus is up a whole nother level. The game planning—you're playing the best teams, yes, not the only defenses that. Defenses
0: make you—they make you—they play deep. They don't allow deep shots. They make you check the ball down. And this it's is a different brand
1: of football in the playoffs. I, Matthew seen, Stafford play.
0: I saw on Twitter. Do you think that NFL fans as a whole felt so bad for Matthew Stafford and his situation in Detroit that they kind of overrated him a little bit? You don't think so?
1: I, I don't think so. I mean, he, to, he, what he threw two picks today, but he had two touchdowns. He, he's not been horrible. I mean, you look at this year, he's, he's been he's one of the better been, quarterbacks he's past in football.
0: Two weeks. He's been horrible. Like, yes, overall this year, he's been fine, but these past two weeks, like he's been horrible. There's no other way of putting it.
1: I mean, you also, you gotta, Ravens defense has been good all year. You yeah, have to consider that as well, but I mean, everyone has, I mean, Aaron Rodgers has bad weeks. Patrick Mahomes at the beginning of the year. There's too much of a recency bias in the NFL.
0: Okay. Earlier in the okay. year, people want to f- get that. I get that. So you're you're just saying, you know, it's a bad week. It's two bad weeks. It's not a big deal. He's no. a good quarterback. He has a long track record of being a good quarterback. He's going to yes. put this behind him. And but my a- concern playoffs going strong. Let's head into yeah. the game of the week. Maybe, arguably, the game of the year. Yeah, it was the Bengals Chiefs. The Bengals are able to clinch the AFC North. Joe Burrow, with another just absolutely magical performance, he threw now for 446 yards, four touchdowns, zero interceptions. Back-to-back weeks throwing for four touchdowns, he's he's incredible. He's the first quarterback ever with 400 passing yards, four four passing touchdowns, and zero interceptions in back-to-back games. He's kind of quietly entering the MVP conversation and yeah, I, yeah. the Bengals are hot, man. I really believe this is a team that can make a deep run in the playoffs.
1: Well, at the end of the first half, I was disappointed in the Bengals because they were down 11 points. It was like 28, 17. 11, yeah, that's 11. Okay. Double
0: checking my math. It's um, been a while since you've had to do math. It, 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 I give them a break here.
1: Yeah. But, uh, they were down 11 points at the half it was 2817 and the Chiefs were really playing a better football game they' were playing similar brand of football but the Chiefs are just doing it better and the Bengals came out in the second half and not only did they have this huge run and they were able to make it a tie game with you know less than a minute left it was 3131 not only that they played great defense they held the Chiefs to three points in that second half and that's part of this Bengals team that Get slept on a little bit because uh, the offense is amazing. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, that is the next big quarterback-receiver duo in football. I have no doubt about it. That is the next big thing. Um, But this defense for the Bengals has been pretty good all year long. They're holding teams when they need to. Uh, They're keeping a lot of good offenses under wraps. They kept the Ravens under wraps. Two times uh, they dominated the Ravens this year. They almost beat the Packers, hold them to 25 points, which is no easy feat. Uh, the Bengals have a, a clutch defense. They, they clutched up today in the second half versus the Chiefs. Uh, and with the offensive firepower they have, I, I I am excited to watch them in the playoffs. Joe Burrow, you just you look at him, he's a leader. He is a straight-up, like, he's going to get the job done. Reminds is, me of kind of Tom Brady in a way. He is you one know, of the you know, most just
0: like fun, if not the most fun quarterback to watch in the NFL. And that's what's so impressive, what you were saying about the Bengals' defense. That's what's so impressive to me about how they were able to turn things around so quickly. Because if you hit on your quarterback in the draft, you can turn around an offense like that. A good quarterback makes a good offense. But they were able to turn their defense from being – the Bengals were the laughing stock in the NFL the year before Joe Burrow. They were terrible. Everyone was getting the defense of who the Bengals were playing in fantasy. and yeah. they were they were a joke. And they were able to turn that defense in like two and a half years to being one of the better defenses in football. That's what's really impressed me.
1: Yeah, I mean they're just an all around team. I didn't buy it at the beginning of the year, especially after they lost to the the measly bear, you know, whatever. But um, no, the, the Bengals are for real. They've beaten good teams this year. They're here to stay. Joe Burrow is the real deal. I am concerned though, because at the end of the game, uh, in that last crazy goal line stand, which was unbelievable to watch, uh, he did hurt his leg.
0: I think he's fine. So he's celebrating in locker room.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I, I would not
0: be too worried.
1: Yeah, I, you you just hope that it doesn't affect anything. But uh, man, he, he's just he's been an absolute beast. I yeah, he's been. I beast. love the guy.
0: Demi, what game do we have next?
1: Let's go Raiders Colts Raiders, which was a fun one and a an, an important game for both teams. The Raiders basically had their season on the line. They've had their season on the line the past few weeks but they keep getting the job done last week a he- that, well let's 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 go back even further two weeks ago the Browns what a game that was Baker Mayfield was having a rough game the Raiders defense was doing a good job Raiders win that game they were six and seven at that point uh and the, or yeah six and seven
0: six and, and seven then,
1: no that win improves them to seven and seven and okay. they beat the Broncos to move to eight and seven, a huge win. And they beat the Colts all in nail biting games. They basically had their season on the line this entire time. And now I believe they're a win away next week from making the playoffs because they're that's, playing that's in really a impressive. huge matchup against the Chargers, which is probably the most one of the most meaningful games next week. The games. Chargers
0: the Chargers are pretenders, man. They're another team that kind of went into this season in the, in a similar stature as the Bengals where you have a young quarterback who has been proven to be the guy. He's an elite quarterback. Everyone knows that Joe Burrow is going to be one of the best quarterbacks in football for the next 10 years, just like everyone knows that Justin Herbert is going to be one of the best quarterbacks in football for the next decade. And it's been really disappointing. I, I believed in this team quite a bit and they've really let me down the, the chargers outside of justin herbert they have a lot of talent they have keenan allen austin eckler mike williams this is a team with a lot of talent and they've been disappointing losing to the texans two weeks ago and just overall a disappointment but i mean
1: they have a chance to prove people wrong and so do the yes, they do
0: that's true that
1: is a huge game a lot is on the line not only for the season but just for the trajectory of these franchises
0: going. credit to Derek Carr on credit
1: but, to Derek. I mean, Carr, this man. has
0: not been an easy team to lead with all the issues they've had to deal with, whether it's John Gruden or Henry Ruggs. but Derek Carr has had a really nice season, like a yeah. really nice season. And if he can get this team into the playoffs, that's, a, that's a tremendous accomplishment.
1: I feel like Derek Carr may be one of the most underrated players in the sport of football, not just quarterbacks. And we it, it's obvious, he doesn't win a lot, but he has been loyal to a franchise. He's stuck with the Raiders. He's been their guy. And they paid him a lot of money, obviously, but he has been good. I, he has got the job done. I mean, I was watching part of, it was, part of the game was on Red Zone today, that Colts game. He was making some throws. I mean, just incredible touch. And I'm like, man, that's an elite quarterback right there. And I, I don't know if I'd call him an elite quarterback. I, I'm not quite sure. I think we can, that, I think we
0: can safely say that Derek Carr is not an elite quarterback, Sammy.
1: But he's pretty good. And considering the circumstances, too, just as a leader, he's done all of the right things. He's handled it the right way. It's been a tough team to lead, like you said. Lots of drama. And he's gone in there and continued to do his job. And for that team to make the playoffs would be quite a story. And I'd be willing to, I'd be up there watching. I'm excited to see what they can do next week's game. It's going to be in Las Vegas, uh, Allegiant stadium. Vegas, baby. That that will
0: be a fun one. That will (laughs) be a fun one. Next up, Sammy, what game are we talking about?
1: Oh God, we got some bucks and jets. Oh boy.
0: Let's talk about this. Let's, and and we're going to get into the AD conversation later, but I just want to talk a little bit about the game before we do. This was a really nice game if you're a Jets fan. Like, obviously, they lost in heartbreaking fashion, but the improvement that Zach Wilson showed I think cannot go un- unnoticed because he looked calm, cool, and collected in the pocket. When the pressure came, he would just step aside and throw the ball away. He wasn't trying to do yeah. too much. And That's the bit, yeah. He was throwing the ball with velocity. He was making some really nice throws right down the middle of the field, down the middle on some slant routes through super tight windows. He was hitting all his check downs and he threw for a touchdown. He threw for over 200 yards. Didn't turn the ball over. Now you might say, well, he, he didn't make any spectacular throws. We know Zach Wilson can make spectacular throws. We've seen the arm talent he has. We know what he can do. This I think is a bigger step in the right direction if he has another game like this next week and maybe starts off next year the same way, then the jets can say, okay, let's take the training wheels off. Let's see what he can do. And then we can, we can see him, hopefully have the same mindset, make the same decision-making, but be able to make some of the spectacular thirst. And then you can say, okay, this is the guy we drafted number two overall. This is a guy that we think can be an elite quarterback in the NFL, But I know it was only one game. I know they didn't win the game. But if you're a Jets fan, 90% of why you're still watching this team is to see Zach Wilson, and he really impressed me today.
1: I agree with everything you said right there. Zach Wilson, it's a very, very encouraging step in the right direction because you got to consider, yes, you look at the numbers and it's not mind-blowing, but when watching this game, who is he doing this with? An awful They had a lot of
0: drops, too. An
1: awful offensive line. Uh, his top target today was Braxton Barrios. 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 I mean, not a big uh, – he has no big-name weapons, obviously. Uh, not a lot of help from the rushing game either. Not a big – they – for their rushing offense today. yeah they're not and they're
0: they're not to mention running back who everyone is very high on michael carter uh was in concussion protocol for the majority of the game so they had to do it with their backup running back too
1: yeah and against the buccaneers defense which is the biggest yes. thing a defense that
0: is well-rounded they were missing they can hurt, hurt you at, you at every, every position they were missing pieces but still still still
1: oh, yeah. still absolutely yeah
0: and now let's get into what everybody's waiting for Sammy, sit down at the table, get a big knife, big fork, cut up, cut it up, cut up the conversation, dig in
1: to the uh-huh. AB
0: conversation. That
1: tell me to get a knife. Whoa. I be Sammy, what the
0: hell was going on with Antonio Brown? It's sad. It's, it's sad.
1: sad. It's sad. I, yeah, It. I hope he's okay. I, I do too. I, I don't know what happened i mean and it's like easy to laugh about it and i we all do i mean it's it, it, it's funny but
0: like he is some serious what, there's something what's going on whether right? it's ct I mean, or something else it's mm-hmm. it's scary and you know people can speculate on did the vantez hit hit have serious repercussions to why he is who he is today but what he did today i mean it was a clown show he's never going to play again in the nfl no and it was bad and if a team does if a team does their coach and gm that bring him in is a clown they're both clowns too cuz this Giant. guy yeah this guy <laughs> has been it's been proven multiple like not even multiple like like it's been proven like 15 different times that this is someone who should not be in a professional setting he should not have a job. You should be in a mental hospital. Like that's been proven.
1: It's sad. I mean, I, I, cause I, before what, you know, he started being, well, he's he's name. one of the
0: best wide receivers of all, of all time.
1: I, and I liked him. Like, I, I didn't really know much about him off the field, but like you couldn't help but like the guy he, he was on a winning Steelers team with Le'Veon Bell and big Ben and, like I, he he was probably on my fantasy team one of those years like i i love like i i liked antonio brown and then
0: he's a bad he's guy just, now.
1: he's ruined his career like five different times yes. at least like
0: yes and,
1: and he I, I, I feel hit. like and i feel like we keep saying well he'll we'll never be seeing him in an nfl uniform again
0: they can't this No, is, you can't like 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 do you think he's gonna
1: play again it, no, I I, it, no, I, I, think this is the final straw. This is like... It has to, how, be, right? Yeah, I mean, it, like, I've never seen anything like it. I mean...
0: Like, I mean, he literally he, ran... He threw his undershirt, undershirt into the crowd. He ran across the field. Security thought he was like a shirtless, crazy fan. Like, I'd never seen that before.
1: And he just left. He, he was posting on his Instagram later.
0: He released like, a rap song. I guess all publicity is good publicity, but Uh, I mean, uh, what what more can we say? Other because I know this is a big topic, but what more can we say other than yeah, like AB is a clown; he needs to get help. Like, like we don't know if it's CTE. I don't want to. I don't want to like. I'm trying to think of the right words here. I don't want to just automatically, like get rid of blame i don't want to not blame ab because he needs to be held accountable i don't want to just say oh it's cte like like he needs to be held accountable for i mean he's done illegal stuff like like he's done stuff that's like like real like he's a bad guy this isn't like that but it's being a bad teammate and you know he's dumb there's no way he can get another chance he just can't
1: yeah and you know give credit um Tom Brady, I, I don't have the statement in front of me, but he, he made a real classy statement about it saying he said the right things. He, he said, hey, he did not do the right thing today. He made a bad decision. He I, he said from my memory, in however many words, he, he bailed on the Buccaneers. I mean, that's what he did. But he also said, I wish him the best. I hope he, you know, I hope he He gets what he needs. Brady's
0: like, he's been around too long not to say the right thing. But But someone I think we need to give more credit to is Mike Tomlin. Because like you said, we didn't really know how much of a bad guy he was and how much of an issue he was for the majority of his time until the very end in Pittsburgh. And the fact that Mike Tomlin was able to manage this personality for as long as he did, we need to give him major props.
1: Well, not only that personality, I mean, Le'Veon Bell, um, Ben Roethlisberger, who is, uh, you know, I, a bit of a personality. Um, Mike Tomlin, yeah, he, he he had some good teams with some interesting characters. Yes. Uh, which is not easy to do. Juju Smith-Schuster, too. I, I love the guy. I, I can't lie. I really like Juju. He's easier? I mean... He's a lovable guy, but you know he's also like that's true. He's the spotlight is a character in a good way. But it's just when you get all those kind of very guys who love the spotlight together, it could be very toxic. And Tomlin was able to manage it in a way where it wasn't, and it was a winning environment. So give credit to him for that. Hey, that's
0: give credit to him, Cindy, What's next on the docket? I feel like I'm saying that a lot. But what do we what do we have next? What are we talking about next?
1: All right. So before we get into talking about the playoff picture as a whole, we gotta talk about one more game. Cardinals, Cowboys. was a pretty good game. Jack, you saw the Cardinals last week, right? You were in Arizona. i, but I not I was, that
0: not the I saw them live. Beautiful stadium. Is it was a really cool experience.
1: That must have been amazing. But yeah, today they played the Cowboys and they won. Cardinals keeping their NFC West Divisional. Yeah, they got it. They, they got it. Yeah, a bit rocky, but the, it was a very, like, grit and grind game. It was like nothing was easy to come by in that one. Uh, the Cowboys kind of put it on a little bit more in that fourth quarter. Fifteen points in the fourth, almost making a comeback effort. But uh, the first half scoring for um, for the Cardinals helped hold out. They held out. Uh, Jack thoughts for the cowboys on this it's a tough loss for them they're not playing for too much right now uh obviously for seeding but they're going to get home advantage so what's your thought here thoughts for the cowboys
0: yeah it was a tough loss for them but if i'm a cowboys fan i'm not too worried about it Yes, they didn't play great, but they have time. You know, they have time next week to fix their issues. And this is a team that's extremely talented. I think they're going to make a deep run in the playoffs. I understand that the Cowboys teams traditionally choke in the playoffs, but this team is just too talented on both sides of the ball. So I'm not concerned if I'm a Cowboys fan. Whereas on the flip side, I am extremely relieved if I'm a Cardinals fan. They needed this one badly. They needed it. And cool. They got it. What? What did they have? Five straight losses heading into this one. So yeah, I mean, they. It was they like can, they
1: were undefeated, right? And then they just yes, it, it kind of fell apart. They they lost to the Lions
0: by yeah, a lot. That's, they that's lost a to tough. the Rams. The Colts. You can't you lose lot. to the Lions.
1: No, you can't. I mean, and yeah, it, it was a much needed victory for them. Kyler played well. The defense. Played well for three quarters.
0: Man, he played really well. If he stayed healthy all season, well, no, I was gonna say he might still be in the MVP conversation. But the way the team has fallen off, like no. But he's he. I think he has an MVP in his future in the next couple of years. Kyler Murray. Yes. Yeah,
1: I, I think he does. He's, I, I man, he, he's a fun guy to watch. And I always just imagine, you know, because we're probably both primarily baseball guys, Jack. Uh, how good would he have been at baseball? I think he would have been just as good. I think at some
0: point in his career, we will find that out. You I know. think he's going oh, to try to play He said it before. I think he's going to try to play baseball. I love maybe that. Maybe in five, he's maybe in 10 years from now, just won a Super Bowl or two. Want, I want love that. Baseball. Michael, I th- jo- Michael Jordan
1: style, except he does it. I and he actually succeeds.
0: Deion Sanders, Bo Jackson. It's been done. Jackson. It's
1: been done. Yeah, it's and not easy. i would mean, be cool. I love to see that. I mean, he, he definitely has a build to be like, I mean, he was an outfielder. Was he an outfielder? I, I believe he was. Yes,
0: he was. He was. Yeah, he he, he was definitely outfielder. has that
1: build. I mean, I, yeah, I wouldn't don't. want, yeah, but yeah, he, he I, that, that, that's always what comes to mind for me with him. But yeah, football, Um, obviously he's been amazing. Uh, He's at a, besides that losing stretch, I think he could definitely put him in the MVP conversation after that losing stretch. It's kind of over, but uh yeah, he's done a good job at uh keeping this team from getting two down in the dumps, uh, a good win against a good team on the road. And they, they can still win the NFC West. It's going to be interesting to see next week. What happens with that? They're playing the Seahawks who destroyed the lions today, but lost to the bears two weeks ago. And then the Rams he's are playing scored. the 49ers. So it, it, It's up in the air, the NFC West right now. I'm very curious to see what
0: happens. I'm definitely up in the air. And and let's talk about a little bit more. Let's get into the playoff picture, Sammy. Paint me a picture of what the playoffs would be right now if the season ended today.
1: All right. Here we go, Jack. Titans. Titans. Number one seed in the AFC. And they've done it very quietly. I don't think they've been up in this position all year. They've done it without their best player, Henry give credit where it's due this defense and Ryan Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill is so quiet. He's never going to be like the kind of guy putting up big numbers like burrow and Rogers and whatever, but he is a game manager and he does it very well. And when you have the right coaches and the right kind of players around him, it's a successful environment. He's done a great job this year. Number two chiefs, they've been up there, you know, no surprise. They've been a good team. Big loss, though, uh, in the playoff picture after losing to the Bengals because now the Titans hold that tiebreaker over them. So they're going to need a win and a Titans loss to get that first round by. And then we got the Bengals, third place. They are out of reach to get a number one seed. They are 10-6, and six, but they have clinched the AFC North, which was their big goal. What a year for the Bengals. I love the future for the team. Uh, number four, Bills. Bills. They have not been in first place for quite some time, but they hold the tiebreaker over New England, who is also 10 and six and has the five seed in the AFC, second seed in the East. And that's it's going to come down to week 17, week 18 uh, yes, for those two teams, not 17. I'm used to saying that. And we also got the Colts. Now, th- those are the teams that have clinched. So all of those five teams have clinched the playoffs. Number six, the Colts, 9-7, and seven, second in the AFC South. Number seven, the Chargers, 9-7, second in the AFC West. And outside, looking in, the Raiders, who play the Chargers next week. So the winner of that game most likely will stay in the playoffs. The loser will most likely not make the playoffs. Huge game. The Ravens are still in the hunt. They're going to need a lot of help. But after that loss to the Rams today, they're 8-8, eight and, eight, and they're going to need some sort of a miracle, like ties and crazy things are going to have to happen for them to make the playoffs. And the Steelers are technically still in the playoff hunt. Uh, ha- they're going to have to win tomorrow night against Cleveland, win again, and they're also going to have to have a lot of help. So those two other AFC North teams, I would not put my money on. NFC. NFC, NFC, Packers number one seed. Of course, you know Packers will Packers. You know, I hate the Packers.
0: Packers will Packers.
1: Number two, the Rams, who can still grab that number uh, number one seed. Packers are currently playing against the Vikings on Sunday Night Football, so that's a big that's a game the Rams are going to want to keep their eye on. If the Packers lose, that gradens their chance of being able. To get that number one seed. Number three, the Buccaneers, 12 and four as well, still able to get that number one seed as well. Number four, the Cowboys, 11 and five, first in the NFC East. In fact, they have clinched the NFC East, I believe, right?
0: Uh, yeah, they must say. Yes, it. yes, they yeah, have. They,
1: they've clinched, they yeah. okay. have clinched, yeah. Uh, they And five Cardinals, we talked about them a little bit. They can still. Uh, get first place in that West division. Uh, All those teams have clinched top five, but the 49ers are in sixth place. Uh, They haven't clinched yet, but they've had a quiet season in the playoff race. Eagles number seven in the playoff hunt and outside looking in for the NFC saints, eight and eight Vikings, seven and eight. They absolutely need a win against the Packers. If they want any chance looking at it though, right now, it looks like the teams that are in for the NFC are going to be the teams that are in, and the teams that are out won't make it. The Saints, maybe. So, uh, yeah. That's Jack, I'm actually going to – let's. Uh, I had to plug my computer in. I have like 1% charge, so let me do that real quick.
0: Sammy's going to run and plug his computer in, and we're going to make a little transition here to some basketball. Sammy was at – the Bulls game where DeMar DeRozan hit a buzzer beater. I think he had back to back buzzer beaters and the Bills or the Bulls, excuse me, are the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. They've been, they've been incredible. And the question has been posed on the Chatter from the Cheap Seats Google document: is the Eastern Conference better than the Western Conference? And I think without a doubt, the Eastern Conference. Has been better than the Western Conference. If you look at all the teams in the Eastern Conference that are competitive this year, you have the Bulls, the Nets, the Bucks, the Heat, the Cavs, the 76ers, the Hornets, the Wizards started off the season really hot. And then if you look at the teams that are just out of the playoff picture, the Raptors and Celtics are competitive. The Hawks
1: the Knicks, are a good team.
0: The Knicks, even though, even though they They've had their ups and downs this year. They still have a chance to to make that play-in game, maybe sneak into the playoffs. The Hawks are competitive. Really, every team in this even the even the team in the Eastern Conference are competitive except for the The Magic Magic and and the Pistons. Outside of the Magic and the Pistons, there are really no guineas in this conference. Whereas if you go to the Western Conference, there are some teams that maybe are a little bit out of it. The Rockets are out of it, the Pelicans, the Trailblazers, the Thunder, even like the Spurs and the Kings, you know, what are they going to do?
1: Right. I I think when you look at it right now, you look at the top three teams in the West, and those are the top three teams in the league. Warriors, Suns, and Jazz, those are teams that night in, night out, get the job done. They're top teams in the West. Get the
0: job done. You're right.
1: And then it just goes down. A tier, it's like a whole nother level after that. The Grizzlies have been surprisingly good this year, and they've been really hot as of late. Jaw's been playing great. It's been good for them to get him back. Uh, but you know, Grizzlies down, it's just not as good. You go to the seventh seed, the Lakers, and you're under five hundred in the Eastern Conference this year. You go, you have to go all the way down to the ninth seed in the conference, the Celtics. Uh, to find a team that has lost more than they've won. So, yeah, the, I'd say the East is better than the West this year. They just have a lot of talent everywhere. And I, mean, I would
0: say you would be right. I
1: think you have you have 13 teams, like Jack, you were kind of saying, that I feel like deserve to make the playoffs. So, yes. You have 13 teams that are good enough to be in there. I mean, which
0: means that some teams that deserve to make the playoffs will not are not going to make it,
1: which is a shame. I mean, I would hate – I feel bad for the Hawks. They've been hit really hard with COVID as a lot of teams have been. But that is a team that should be good enough to be in the playoffs. They were close to being in the NBA Finals last year. And they're 12th right now. It shows you how hard it is to come by wins in the East this year. And hey, top dogs in the East. It goes to show you how good Chicago is. And You talked about them a little bit, uh, Jack. But these Bulls, are incredible, and you mentioned it. I was there yesterday for the Demar Derozan Wizards buzzer beers. beat. me
0: through that experience. Unbelievable. What was that Man. like? Well, good. Was, was the stadium? The stadium was electric.
1: Electric. Oh, Saturday night uh, NBA is the best. You know, it was. It must have been a sellout. A lot of people, Bulls fans. I was in the section with all the Bulls people. Obviously. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. that was fun. Oh yeah, it was. It was a fun time. And yeah, it was great. I you know I was there with my mom and my dad. Uh we watched the Bulls all the time, like you know, almost every night. So it was just cool being able to be there in person. I, I haven't been to an NBA game since like 2019, so it's been a while. And just those last few moments, you know, Kuzma hit this dagger three with three seconds left. And I, you know, I was a little worried, but I said to my dad, I was like, hey. They left us three point three seconds. They left DeMar DeRozan hmm. three seconds. What are they doing? And sure enough, he gets the pass off the inbound, pumps in the corner, and he just drills it. I mean, unbelievable because he did that. He did it the night before too. And, and the remarkable thing is, in both those games, they were down. So like it was a shot. Like you either win or you lose. It wasn't like, oh, if you miss it, you go to overtime. No, it was like everything on the line, buzzer beater, three pointer. Not a lot of people think of him as much of as a three point shooter, which he's not as much. He's a he's a good three point shooter for sure, but
0: he can shoot it for sure.
1: He can shoot it, but um, man, he, he should be in the MVP conversation without question. I, I don't think he's at the top of the leaderboard. My brain, I, my heart, obviously no, is telling he's me not. MVP. He's not at the top of that leaderboard, but he has been a huge part of the turnaround of this Bulls team. Uh, he's been the he's been the guy to go to in the fourth quarter. He leads the NBA in fourth quarter scoring, and he's winning. A lot of people are like, "Oh well, LeBron's been playing great. Give him the MVP." They're not winning. And, That's you know, true. That's make as many true. complaints as you want about. the the lack of help he's been getting and the injuries and this and that a a good leader on the NBA team finds ways to win DeMar DeRozan finds ways for the Bulls to win games that they should not be winning that Wizards game yesterday the Bulls were outplayed the Wizards played better defense they were able to get into the paint with ease we were sliced bread in the paint. No offense to Nikola Vucevic. I love Vucevic. But he was just having a rough day defensively. We should not have won that game. And we did. Because we have a guy like DeMar who's an X-Factor. Who goes out there and can get the job done in the fourth. LeBron James has just... He's tried. But he hasn't been winning games for the Lakers this year. Good
0: point. The yeah, man so is right.
1: I am right. I, I, I don't see any lies. I see no, no lies.
0: I don't see any lies either.
1: I know lies. Only but truth. I, H- only truths but uh yeah the end of the, yeah eastern conference jack is better than the west that, that that's been our conversation uh yeah except for yeah. the Piston.
0: pistons except for the the pistons are just dreadful i remember the, i mean the pistons have always been dreadful but at least back in the day they had andre drummond and they had something but now they just have they have absolutely nothing yeah, and, i mean they just have a bunch of young I, they they have a good few honestly
1: I look at that team. You got
0: Cade Cunningham. That's true.
1: You, you got Cade. And I'm Jeremy Grant, who's probably going to get traded at the deadline, they're going to get a haul for him. They're going to get a lot of draft capital, maybe even some good young players that will help them build their core. He's having a very good year, 20 points per game, almost five rebounds, pretty yeah. efficient player as well. So I think he'll be off at the deadline, but um, Pistons could get a haul for him. I, could- I'm excited to see what happens.
0: Me too, and unfortunately, this is the end of Chatter from the Cheap Seats. But you can stay connected with us on Instagram and TikTok at Chatter from the Cheap Seats. Real simple. That's our ads on both Insta and TikTok. Just Chatter from the Cheap Seats. Sammy, do you have any last words before we end this episode? Episode eighty-four, slowly approaching. I don't want to say hundred, but you know we're getting we're getting into. We are episodes.
1: slowly approaching the uh, what the unique sports or whatever the uh, the 99th episode. Remember, we were gonna do that. We're gonna do like the, the weird sports episode.
0: That 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 will happen. By the way, I'm holding. Oh, yeah, I'm we're, holding We're holding
1: our word. Yeah,
0: but uh, <laughs> another
1: another another fun episode, of course, as just always. Like always. As always, oh, always.
0: Yes. When do we not have a fun episode? You know,
1: we've never not had a fun episode.
0: Every, episode. oh, we always have fun episodes every time, like every clock time. clockwork. Clockwork. So, I guess this is it, Sammy. <laughs> I,
1: this is this is it. Yeah, I, I have nothing else to say. And fun this episode? has
0: been a fun episode. We're gonna, you know, it's we've been very busy with school and stuff, but we will, and we promise we're gonna try our best that, you know, we are going to try our best to get an episode out every Monday morning in the month of January. And then maybe we'll switch things up or we'll reconvene, but that's our promise to you guys. We're going to try as hard as we can to get an episode out in the month of J- every Monday during the month of January. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. And Sammy with that, I tell you to take us out and we will see you guys next time on Shatter from the cheap seats aí